Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. If you are looking for a great way to have dinner tonight, my suggestion is go to Marco's Pizza in Aurora. They have two locations, one off of Quincy, the other one off of Smoky Hill Road. Second hour of the show, we are giving away one large specialty pizza, and I've had so many of them, and they are all so stinking good. That pepperoni melt loaded with cheese and pepperoni, but a lot of extra cheese, which I love. Cannot go wrong with the barbecue chicken pizza. That is fantastic. Uh, the Hawaiian pizza is a little bit different. Usually, it's just Canadian bacon and pineapple. This one is Canadian bacon and pineapple and chicken and bacon. And they have a white pizza with bacon as well. It is, it's just the best pizza in town by far. As I've said before, I'm a Chicago snob. I love my Chicago pizza, but I've lived here for well over 15 years. Only place I go, Marcos in Aurora. Again, we're giving away one large specialty pizza in the second hour of the show. With that, time now for the lead. The lead, presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Okay, let's go out to the hotline because Hi, this, this has David. been the breaking news all day. Our friend Bill Michaels from the Bill Michaels Show. He's been doing a show out there in Wisconsin for maybe even since before I was born. Am I aging you, Bill? <laughs> no, I got here in 99. I was hired by the Packers in 1999. Right. I've uh, been here ever since. Okay, so I, I'm in my 50s, so, you know. I, I was I was alive for the Bart Starr era, but apparently you did not cover the Bart Starr era. I did not, no. You have been covering the Favre era and the Rogers era, and this saga honestly has gone on long enough for both sides. The people in Wisconsin, the people in Denver, and from reports today, Bill, it looks like this is going to come to a conclusion. Well, it depends on what conclusion uh, you hear. Now, uh, you know, we hear Aaron Rappaport say today that uh, sources say that Rodgers is coming back. And then you hear Brian Gutekind say today during the shareholders meeting that uh, he's, you know, going to come back and that they believe they're going to work it out to where Aaron's happy and gets what he wants. Now, that originally to many meant that he was going to retire a Green Bay Packer. Uh, because that's what he's always strove for. He wanted to leave here on his own terms. Well, depends on who you talk to. Now you hear that it might be the fact that on his own terms might be just give me uh, an out clause after this upcoming season so I can be completely free. I can't imagine they'll do that because you can still get a lot for Aaron Rodgers. The fact that you're just going to let him walk away would be almost obscene. Um, but the way when his name was mentioned today at the shareholders meeting, the way he was booed, then again, maybe this is the way the Packers kind of envision it all ending. I, I just, I, this, to, to me, it's a complete travesty as to how not once but twice you can allow this to happen, how not once but twice you can allow things to get so escalated that it gets so ugly. Now, I understand the circumstances are different, 
But both times came down to communication on Mark Murphy's part, a guy that who, who stated over and over again that he was going to make communication better. How, how did it get this bad, this far, this fast, you know? Exactly. Now, there was a report this afternoon from Adam Schefter, uh, among other things, a tweet out saying that the Packers would agree to, quote, review Aaron Rodgers' situation at the end of the season. So does that potentially imply that a review could mean that maybe they don't let him go out right, but they trade him next offseason? Especially with that that cryptic Instagram post that both Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers had on Friday night where they both tweet out the same picture referring to the last dance of the Chicago Bulls back in 98. Yeah, here's the problem with that. If you're going to guarantee that you're going to trade somebody or you're going to put that out there, I mean, every general manager knows you're going to trade them, which means every general manager knows they have you over a barrel. And my question is, why would you guarantee that you're going to trade Aaron Rodgers away? Like, let's just say he does come back, and let's say they this team's very good. Let's say they win a Super Bowl. First of all, one, why would you trade him? Two, I mean, what are you going to get for him? Because if every general manager knows you have to trade him, you're in most likelihood going to get a lot less. Well, Bill, 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 if you have multiple teams involved, you're not going to get a lot less. Well, no, but there's only going to be so many teams. You may get, even if it's two, I understand that, even if it's two, but you're already telling the world this is what you're going to do. So either one, you're going to have teams that are going to load up, that are going to have assets, or a team that's just a quarterback away. I'm just simply saying I don't know if it's in the best interest to say we're going to guarantee a trade. I think the evaluation discussion at the end of the season is a fair one, but I think the way the Packers are looking at it is if this guy comes back and plays extremely well, that means we have him in our stable for a year in which we can try to do everything and anything we can possibly do to make him happy. Yeah, but the feeling that I get is Rodgers is not going to show up Unless he has that guarantee, either A, he is going to be released outright, which I don't think the Packers will do, or honestly should do. I think the happy medium is, hey, Aaron, we are going to trade you. This is the final year of your deal here. Then we will trade you to another team. And I'll be honest, Bill, as I just said, I don't share your cynicism when it comes to you're going to lose value on Aaron Rodgers. You might lose value on Aaron Rodgers because he is a year older. I'm with you on that. But I can promise you the Broncos will be interested. The Raiders might be interested. The Panthers might be interested. The Steelers might be interested. I can name Five, the New Orleans Saints might be interested. You're going to have four or five teams lining up to try and get Aaron Rodgers. No, I, I agree that you're going to have teams lining up. I just don't know where this, the bidding starts, as opposed to what it would have been had you traded him when all of this broke on the night before the draft. Uh, how much will have you have made a mistake? Now, if you come back and win a Super Bowl and then he rides off, well, then so be it. You know, I mean, it all ends the way you kind of wanted it to end, and Aaron Rodgers still maybe, in, in essence, gets what he wants. I, I just, I think this has been so magnanimously mishandled by the Green Bay Packers in their front office that it's, it, it, as a fan, you feel like you're losing something and you haven't even lost anything yet. You're losing ground. You're losing negotiation power. You lost the opportunity because of the Jordan Love pick, maybe an extra player or two to put you over the top. You've lost so much, and now they're going to guarantee a guy that many people just say, let him go. They're tired of his act. 
Now you're going to lose the guy in general, maybe for a little bit less than you could have gotten. Who knows? I mean, how, how things may play out. And then here's the worst case scenario. Say he does decide, they say, okay, we're going to go ahead and guarantee we're going to trade you at the end of the year. And then midway through the season, he gets hurt. And then what are you going to get for the guy if he says breaks another collarbone? You know he's still capable of coming back and playing football, but how good is he going to be and how long is it going to take him to heal, much like the last time that took him a year and a half. So it's, it's, you're throwing a lot of things out there, and you're trusting that every piece falls into place with Aaron Rodgers. Otherwise, this has been a gamble that's been truly screwed up. What will the atmosphere be like uh, regarding Packer fans for Aaron Rodgers, assuming he's back in uniform this year, is it going to be an instant embrace, or is it, or is it going to be a degree of skepticism based on uh, how the last few months have gone? I think there's a group of fans that say, "Don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out." I think there's another group of fans that are thrilled because it's going to give them another legitimate shot at the Super Bowl, which is, which is honestly what matters here. It, it's not about winning the division. It's not about just getting to the playoffs. It's about winning Super Bowls. So I think there's, there's that, but uh, put it this way, he didn't show up at the Bucks' playoff run at any of their playoff games as a minority owner because he knew he was going to be booed. So if he comes back and basically states to everybody, states to the world, I'm coming back, but I'm only coming back because I have to for the money and because I'm going to make sure that I get the hell out of here, I can't imagine that there's that many people that are going to be completely thrilled with what he's saying. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm coming back because I have to. I really don't want to be here. I don't want to see you. It's it's the way I equated it today on the show. This is like you have the really hot girl you want to take to the prom, and originally she's in love with you, but then you kind of screwed it up, and now she's like, I don't have another date to the prom. I'm going with you. But at the end of the night, I'm getting the hell out of here. You don't, Nobody wants that. So it's, it's, it's just this is just another ugly divorce. We are talking with Bill Michaels from the Bill Michaels Show. He has been covering the Green Bay Packers since 1999. Uh, it is my understanding that Aaron Rodgers has compared Brian Gutenkist, the uh, GM, to Jerry Krause, which is a bad comparison on so many different levels. Number one, Jerry Krause built the Chicago Bulls, and Brian Gutekist hasn't built anything, unless I am mistaken in knowing that Gutekist drafted Aaron Rodgers, drafted Devontae Adams, and drafted Jair Alexander. Did he draft those guys? Not a one. Not, Not a one. Alexander, but I mean... I look at it this way. But hold on, let me, fin- let me finish this thought. Let, let me finish this thought. First of all, Aaron Rodgers is an idiot, and so is Michael Jordan for, for saying that Jerry Krause didn't build the Bulls because I could tell you right now, and you're right up the road from Chicago, if Jerry Krause doesn't draft Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan wins nothing. So shut up, MJ, and enjoy your titles. As for Aaron Rodgers... Um, the last dance with Devontae Adams, and let's say he walks out the door, what are Packers fans in store for with Gudenkist moving forward? Because honestly, when you take a guy in the first round, he should be ready to start his second year, and quite frankly, Gudenkist looks like an idiot. I agree. The last time you and I talked, when I said they're talking about, well, bringing in all these other veterans to maybe back up Jordan Love or to start for Jordan Love. And I said, look, this guy's not ready to start. And they said, well, he didn't have a preseason. He didn't have the – he sat behind Aaron Rodgers watching anything and everything he does in every film st- uh, st- session. 
They, they, they traded up to get him in the first round. You're telling me he can't take a snap under center in the National Football League? That means you made a, a huge mistake. Right. I, I get you want to let him sit. I get you want to make sure that he completely and fully comprehends it. But if you can't get by on athleticism alone just to get you through the first year in a learning curve, something's just wrong. So I, I, I agree with you. I will look at, at Brian Gutekunst in the sense he did draft Elkin Jenkins. He did draft, uh, you know, A.J. Dillon. He has made, you know, he picked up John Runyon, who came in and backed up admirably on the offensive line last year. He's made draft choices that have been impactful players. And, and he seems to have an eye. He doesn't have a great eye for quarterbacking, but he seems to have an eye for picking up some of these players. And maybe this year with Amari Rodgers and company, he gets that extra weapon. Real quick. Good to go, but Sorry. Sorry, I interrupted there. I thought you were you're kind of cutting out. Real quickly, where do you think Aaron Rodgers is 12 months from now? Oh, God, that's a great question. I want to say as a fan that everything is settled. He signed a contract extension. He's going to be the quarterback for the next five years, and all of this can be put to bed. But I have the feeling, as we know Aaron Rodgers, once you get in his bad side, he's he doesn't let go. I have a feeling that in 12 months from now, we're talking about the Jordan Love era. Aaron Rodgers is off to either Denver or, like you mentioned, Oakland or maybe Pittsburgh or someplace, and he's starting over in the AFC somewhere. And we are just a mere afterthought in his rearview mirror. I'll be honest with you, Bill. I think Aaron Rodgers is a fraud. I don't want to hear about he cuts people off. I don't want to hear about how he's vindictive because he refused to get his hands dirty during this whole situation, and he had different people speaking for him, and at the end of the day, he caved. He caved because he's going to no, sh- right. show up in a Packers uniform. He is all hat, no cattle, all sizzle, no steak. The big talker going through A.J. Hawk and everybody else. And guess what? He's showing up in a Packers uniform, and he didn't want to be. He's the one who backed down. You know what? Pull a Barry Sanders and really retire then. No, I completely – don't forget Shailene Woodley tweeting – retweeting Steve right. Smith's discussion. Right. You know, he's let everybody speak for him but him, and then he just keeps saying, well, the wisest one doesn't necessarily have the loudest voice. No, but seemingly he didn't want to piss off his sponsors. He was all about the money. He was all about State Farm. He's all about his new watch line. So nobody got really mad at him on either side because then he could just look at everybody and go, well, I didn't say that, which is exactly right. what he said to Tom Brady. Right. And I think the fact that you don't come out and own what everybody's saying, and yet you're so quick to criticize the media, but the media is telling the world that you you are pissed off and want good to conspire to you. You don't say anything. Right. I think that's kind of cowardice. Truth is he needs to man up. And he used, he used all kinds of people to talk for him, and he never muddied his hands. And the truth is, he backed down. You know what? If you feel that strongly, you don't want to work with Gunicus, then retire. You've made plenty of money. You made plenty of money. And you know what? I think Murphy said it well today when you talk to the shareholders. There is a pox on both houses. Right? I perfectly agree. 100%. Yep. Bill, I know that you have to get, what was it, a baptism? Is that where you're going? That's where I'm headed. Yes, I got a, oddly enough a baptism on a Monday. Well, you know what's funny? Uh, today you are going to a baptism, and I have a feeling twelve months from now you are going to be going to a baptism by fire for Jordan Love. Have a great <laughs> night. 
All right, buddy. You take care. We'll talk to you soon. See you, man. The great Bill Michaels joining us to talk about the Aaron Rodgers situation. How about the Deshaun Watson situation? Looks like he's available now, Mace. Think he's coming to the Broncos? That's next. Do it again. Ain't you